1: So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. All right, Ash. So yes, sometimes we get messages, and the people want to know more about us. Oh, so I figured we could share something that no one really cares about, but everyone seems to always
0: ask. Okay, what is your go-to coffee order? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this. Um, it's changed a lot over the years, um, and as Ash. of as of lately. I'm not gonna do all the backstory stuff. I'm not. Just I'm not spit gonna it. to <laughs> I am I lately a drip or a pour over person. However, I'm currently drinking an iced coffee with a splash of oat milk from Starbucks. I, I actually don't like Starbucks that much anymore, oh. but I just I I had an egg white bite craving this morning, so I went. Ashley, I can't. Actually, I can't. Ask me the same question. <laughs> What's your go-to coffee order? An iced vanilla latte with soy. I could have answered that. Roll the thing. I could and have
1: answered. <laughs> Roll the thing. <laughs> i
0: died uh, with your... It's always... Well, when I was five years old... <laughs> I... <coughs> I choked. Oh. <laughs> it was the oat milk. Um, <clears throat> I also have a, something that I wanted to read. Oh, okay. I... Wait, do you have like a little something? Cause so do it's I. A little something that I wanted to read. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Go. Can I, can I, can I read it? This one is titled. <laughs> Wait, should we say who we are? <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Guys. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. This is unsolicited advice. My name is Ashley. My name is Taryn. And we're here to advise you. But until, yes. until then <laughs> we have, some, I wanted to share this. And if you are an avid listener, like an avid listener, yes. you've listened for a while. Yes. Like you started from the beginning. Now it started from the bottom. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll know. This one's titled Merge Dragons, LOL. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, ladies, my name's Emily. Yes, you can use it. And I just wanted to say that I absolutely love you both. I am a relatively new podcast listener and a friend recommended yours to me. And let me just say that I am in love. Like I haven't binged like this in a very long time. Anyways, I was listening to your older episodes and Taryn kept mentioning the game (laughs) Merge Dragons, which y'all know that was a phase that Taryn was in for a while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I thought I would try it out. All I have to say is thanks a lot to you two because now I'm addicted. like, it's unhealthy, LOL. Yeah. Love you both so much, sending you the biggest virtual hugs. And she added a picture of her and her dog. Oh my gosh, cute. Your fellow merged Dragons- addict. I'm so sorry. I, it got
1: so unhealthy Yeah, and I was so invested. Every (laughs) time I got like a new egg and I would hatch it, I felt like I personally birthed it. And so I was like, this
0: needs to stop. You need to sleep again. You guys don't even know. There were multiple times where I would like walk into Taryn's room, like unannounced. And she'd just kind of like, kind of like be shocked. (laughs) Like I caught her doing something bad, but she's (laughs) just playing her merch dragon. Pretty much
1: everything I... Enjoy are things that like some people would be like you should be embarrassed about that, but I'm not. No, but it's, I also you are
0: at your core. I you should also should never be was at a point
1: that. where I was like, this is stop doing this. Like you should be doing other things <laughs> with your life. I haven't played for a
0: hot minute. You know how like, but now that we mentioned this, <laughs> we'll see what know, happens man. later today. I might have to she go check on my land.
1: <laughs> I you know how all those games like get you because they get to they get you to the point where you're so addicted mm-hmm. and then they start. It starts being like, oh, well, you can get that if you pay one ninety nine. Yeah. And then people like me, that's another reason I stopped. I looked at my Apple bill and I was like, no. you did not spend that much money a month no. on these
0: dragons. No.
1: Was your problem? <laughs> this is why you're single. Can
0: you give me like a ballpark range? I don't want to. Uh, just a ballpark. Just an estimate. An estimate well see it doesn't doesn't sound like that much but it is when you're talking about purchasing (laughs) gems or whatever it is you're purchasing give a guess i'm gonna go 20 (laughs) a little bit more 30 a little bit more 35 it was like the 40
1: to 50 (laughs) range this was specifically one month where I <gasps> Wait, was like so much more than I thought. You know why be? though? Because I got to this point where I built up all these things and then you have I mean, to, you can't quit now because you can't get your dragon if right. you don't merge your eggs, but right. I couldn't get hence, the eggs. Hence merge dragon. <laughs> it's anyways, let's, let's move on because I oh, no. have recovered. I'm like, not, it's not my addiction anymore. Oh, sure, and now sure. this is
0: putting me in danger. So that's like when I was on my like dating app binge during like yeah. the heat of COVID and I was boosting myself like every did day say,
1: did you ever there was one night I was literally swiping for hours and then all of a sudden this screen came up that says we're sorry you've gone no. through all your potential matches please
0: wait till we refresh and I literally read that and I deleted you like, dating like this apps. is it we I gotta was like, go.
1: this is just meaningless Karen and
0: I have had multiple um reckonings I would say during yes. this last year of COVID with dating mm-hmm. you, you guys already know this but when you're like you know what i'm done yeah and then you you delete it you, it's off your yeah. phone and then inevitably like
1: <laughs> a month later you're like mm. it's always Free such download. an exciting thing too you're like i think i'm gonna go back on I the app
0: i think i'm gonna it felt like i was going out yeah is what it felt yeah. like and then so the other like, person would be like, i'm like, gonna go on i'm gonna pour myself too. a glass of wine yeah. and hop on the apps yeah. tonight yeah <laughs> the apps are crap let's just be they're honest the wars. be honest
1: um okay so i have a little thing to read no, too this is so fun.
0: i love how we did not plan this <sighs> i know it's from Cute.
1: i think it's i'm gonna guess yori it's i-o-r-i Ooh. and they said it's okay if you butcher it and they're from japan so i'm gonna i'm gonna guess Yori. I
0: love, that's a gorgeous yeah, name. Yeah, which
1: is, if it is that, it's beautiful. But if it's not, I'm sure how you say it is beautiful too. Okay, hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hey. My name is Yori. <laughs> and I'm 17-year-old living in Japan. Shout out to all my fellow Asian Anonymous listeners. And then she put in parentheses, way too cheesy. No, we, lo- <laughs> we love when you guys find ownership in like our podcast. Because yeah. honestly, I think that's what makes our podcast so rare is it's not just about me and ash like it's about all of you Mm -hmm. so when you guys like write and you're like oh my ua fam or we see you guys like talking to each other in comments like it's like we're a proud Mm -hmm. parents and
0: we're just like our children are getting along Mm -hmm. you know if
1: you're embracing the
0: cheese we've done our job well yes
1: yes yeah um anyways i wish i had amazing tearing it up for you but as anyone does i block most of my embarrassing moments out of my head so digging that up will not be happening today I'm writing you two to say a little thank you. I've come to realize that people like you two are making getting older so much better and exciting for me. As a 17-year-old in this world, I on it, it is honestly depressing to think about aging and losing the youthfulness. It sometimes feels like there's no point in getting older if everyone older is praising the youth and wanting to go back. However, hearing you talk about your 30s being exciting, fulfilling, and meaningful makes me motivated to get older. I know that to older listeners here, 17 seems too stupid to be concerned about aging, but I just want to express the massive appreciation that I have for you. You are making my world so much better and hopeful episode by episode. Hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for reading this, love, Yori.
0: Yori, I, I loved that. that. Because genuinely, I I agree, and I I wouldn't say seventeen's too young because I remember in like middle school listening to older women talk about mm-hmm. how pissed like horribly upset that they were that they were getting older and constantly talking about like enjoy it while you're like like you know live it up you don't even know how lucky you are to be young and stuff like that and so I feel like that was ingrained in my head very early too and I wish people would would have told me how fun 30 is because 30 for me has been great I mean obviously 2020 wasn't great but like like (laughs) yes my 30s have been great like I thought Uh I, I was a little scared going into it because of all of the negativity surrounding age, specifically women getting older. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like we need to talk about it more because it's great.
1: Yeah. And literally age is totally just a number. And I think that what come, what's scary with age is the pressures that come. So even at 17, 18, like you're thinking about college, you're thinking mm-hmm. about a career, you're thinking about like independence from mm-hmm. your parents. And so there's a lot of pressure that comes with like, I don't want to go to the next stage. Yeah. But, and I also think like everyone talked about like, Oh, when you're 30, your life is over. Like that's what we grew up with. And then once I remember 25 was a really fun age for me. And then for some reason, after that point I saw 30 as like, I was excited about it. Cause I was like, I feel like once I get there, like my life will be pretty much where this is a joke. The jokes on me my life will be all like situated I'll yeah. be like exactly who I meant to be right and it's funny because I think what I've learned is like it's never too late in life to constantly be like changing and morphing and like bettering yourself and so I think it was exciting for me to come to 30 and be like wow I still have no idea like what I want to be when I grow up mm-hmm. or like where my life is going but I'm so in the moment and just learning to like love and appreciate my life and like who I am today. Yeah. And that has made just getting older, like so much fun.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I feel exactly the same as I did when I was 20. Yeah. But I am financially stable <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just have a much better sense of who I am. Yeah. Whereas um, you know, in my twenties, I was a I was a lost soul trying to find yeah. myself, trying to learn. You know, mm-hmm. a, as you should be around that age. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel any different from then to now, yeah. except that I just feel more secure. Yeah, no, which it's, is a great feeling,
1: girl. You got so much life ahead of mm-hmm. you, and let me tell you, like
0: is a great. Every
1: age. year is a different chapter, and it's gonna bring different things. Mm-hmm. So just be excited for it and own it. Like life is too short. To be worried or embarrassed about your age, yeah. like that, should be the last thing we hear yep. about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Percent. There's so many other things, but yes. I loved.
0: I loved that she put a little thank you note. A little thank you note. Yeah. Wow, I love it. Two thank you notes. I know what a great way to start the day. We're just so cool, Ash. We're changing <laughs> lives. Um, do you have a turn up? I sure do. Let me pull her up here. Do you want to explain the turn It Up section, Terrence? Yes,
1: Tearing It Up, if you do not know, is basically a segment where you share your embarrassing
0: moments of life. And we all join in solidarity because we've been there. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. Well said. This one is brought to you by Emma. And the title is Not a Normal Day in Biology, dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh. A Tearing It Up. I hope you all are having a great day because you always make mine better. I look forward to listening to the new episode each Monday on my way to school. My name is Emma, and I have a tearing it up that just happened to me last week. I'm a freshman in college, and this semester I am in a biology lab. Last week we had a lab about animals and how to identify them. There were jars of dead animals at every table, except for mine. At my table was a jar that had a live cockroach in it, when I walked into the classroom, the jar only had one cockroach, so I assumed that's how it was supposed to be. My professor mentioned something about two cockroaches, but I just figured she would misspoke. I was wrong. A few minutes later, I felt something on my leg. No, leg. no that's a hard. <laughs> and, no. I, and I looked down and there was the second cockroach Ugh. crawling on my leg. I'm unwell. I'm unwell right now. My, my body's like... Because
1: you know it's one of those fat, ugh. thick oh, ones. Yeah. If it's in biology. If it's in biology
0: and you oh, need to be able to like know. shoddy yeah. thick. <laughs> 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 Anyone who knows me knows that I hate bugs. Ugh. So of course I freak out because there's a large cockroach crawling up my leg. I used my pencil to flick it off and my professor had to come rescue it. Oh dear God. Where she saw a hole in the lid of the jar which is where it had escaped. I am still in shock that this happened. And I definitely think my teacher should give me bonus points for my trouble. All I can think about was what if I never noticed it on me and it came all the way home with me. Oof, That's a dark thought. (laughs) Don't let yourself go there, Emma. I hope this gave you all a good laugh. I love you all, Emma. I, you know what? I also had a similar situation in high school for me. Um, I went to, I was, you guys already know this. I'm terrible at math. Like, ugh. Yeah, i mean, so bad. Um, I too had something similar happen to me. I was in a summer school for math, because we all know. Um, and I was sitting at my desk just minding my own business and I was looking down. I went to a small private Christian school. So we were praying and my eyes were closed. Picture this. And then I hear like a thud, like a <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I mean I heard Do it. Do you think they heard it? Yeah, they let heard it. Me, let they me try it again. It. Yeah, there you, go, there you I heard that. I, I look up and Ugh. there is a giant, I'm not exaggerating either. I'm really Ugh. good. At, a giant cockroach landed on my open math book from the ceiling. Ugh. If I was hunched over my desk in any way working on my math, it would have landed <gasps> on my head. That's my nightmare. In any way. The oh, only no. reason it didn't hit me was because I was leaning back. No. But if I, oh, I, no. I mid prayer, <laughs> Shot out of my desk, threw my book. I like <laughs> flew to the back yeah, of the class. Yeah, naturally, everyone in my like immediate circle got up and ran, including my teacher. Um, and <laughs> I feel like me and my teacher bonded that day because I was yeah. like, "Help!" And then one know. of the guys like had to like take my book outside. Oh, and kill that it. like, and my I neck. literally he brought my book back in, and I was L- like, "Can we burn it?" <laughs> yeah, you're like, I would like trade these. Please, I was like, I'm not gonna pass anyways. Oh, just burn it. <laughs> That's rough, dude. Uh, Those something cockroaches, about cockroaches. Something about them. In
1: Africa, they're huge. Oof, and oof. at night, because there's like no light to anywhere, they like flock. Mm-mm. So every time like I'd have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I would literally lay in bed and cry because I was like, this is not going well. So I'd have my flashlight and I'd have to sit on the toilet and like literally like I have you chills. don't, you don't want to, right? Like right. you want to just be like live in this world where it's like, no, nothing's in here. Nothing exists. But you're like fear makes you look. So yeah. I would always shine up my light. And without a doubt, there'd be they'd be all over the walls. And like it just is so hard for me to get past the bug. Mm -hmm. Part, you know.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I wish I wasn't scared about. Oh my god! I wish. Oh my god! Imagine how much easier life would be if you're like, oh There's a spider. Huh? There's a cockroach. Oof. Oof. oof, oof. Right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.
0: Happy price, go to your happy price, price
1: line. Well, we are going to get into our story portion. The nitty gritty. If you are new, we have me and Ash both come to the episode with a story. Neither of us have heard the others. Um, And uh, so one of us has a real, genuine first time reaction.
0: Yes, always.
1: But most of the time when I read mine, I feel like it is a real reaction too because I have the worst short term memory. <gasps> yeah. So I've already forgotten She's part like of what it. happened. Yeah. I'm like, wait, is this my story? <laughs> Sometimes Plot I'm like twist. shocked and I'm like, this is your story. You knew this. <laughs> you read this already. Yeah. Okay. So this one is a short one, which we love a short I one. I love, love a shorty. Um, it's titled The Return of My High School Self. And uh, I can say her name. Her name is Lindsay. Ashley and Taryn. I love how she didn't say it. You know how everyone's like, hey, Ash and Taryn. She's just like, Ashley and Taryn. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get it. Very direct to the point. I love love it. it. Hey, my name is Lindsay. And yes, you can say my name. I love your podcast and listen to every episode. Anyways, I'm going to try and keep this short. I just finished my first year of college. I stayed local to go to college, but my two close friends from high school went away to go to college. But here's the thing. Those friendships were extremely fake and toxic. However, I didn't realize this until I got to college and began forming genuine friendships. Now it's summer and those people are coming back home. I have grown so much this year of college and I am terrified that I'm going to fall back into the fake person that I was in high school. How do I make sure that I stay my new confident self that I've grown to love? I used to cry every day on the drive home from high school senior year because I was very depressed, but I didn't know why. I don't want to feel that way all summer long. Help. Love, Lindsay. Ooh. Yeah. It's funny. I love, it's funny how like, I don't know if everyone listening is the same. Because I know we have like, Literally all ages and stages of life Mm -hmm. that listen to this podcast. And it's funny because I feel like you can pull stuff from like every story, right? Like even this, like she's talking about the transition from high school to college, but, like even other people, like it's just any transition in life where you are afraid to go back to someone that you've grown out of mm-hmm. is like it's hard to navigate
0: oh, a hundred percent I remember um, I had already moved I had finished college or I wow, <laughs> wow, let me say that again <laughs> I had graduated high school, I had been in college for a couple years, and I had moved already to mm-hmm. Orange County for my like second to last year of college. Um, when a group of my high school friends, like we all used to hang out in high school, um, hit me up and said that everyone was getting together and we were all going to go hiking. I hadn't hung out or seen anyone from high school at all since this, at this point. Um, and I was like, yeah, I would love to like, that sounds great. Yeah. I am at the age of, I don't know, 24. Yeah. And, um, I, I I I felt like I had grown a lot. I had learned a lot about myself. I was a different person than I was in high school. I go and hang out with them and we go on a hike. And I, within seconds, became my shy Ashley. Yeah. And I, I'm not that person yeah. anymore. Genuinely, I'm not. But it was weird how simply being in their presence, mm-hmm. I felt like I immediately was shrunken back into the shyest version of myself, yeah. which is who I was in high school, which I mean, totally makes they sense. didn't do anything. They yeah. were, if it, they were, if anything, they were more than welcoming, like very friendly. Like it was, it felt like old times, but because of that, it made me kind of like snap back or fall yeah. back into mm-hmm. that, like shy, quiet little Ashley. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> you like, no, I'm not no. this. And I, would, I, have wanted, something I wanted say. to say something. Yeah. But I just, I would overthink it. And then I would just not say it. And then I was like, wait, wait, we've we're not this person anymore and it was so frustrating how nothing happened yeah they didn't do anything it just it was a natural thing oh fully and I think I think that's
1: normal because even even still when I get together with some of my like old friends Mm -hmm. like I don't think I as much change into that person anymore but you know we're sharing old stories, we're reminiscing. Mm-hmm. Like it does ignite like a different part of me. Yeah. Um. And I think that's okay. But I think what you're touching on, and I I can relate to this to a certain extent because I do think the person I was in college, drastic college, high school, drastically changed once I did get in college. Like yeah. a lot about me changed. My priorities changed. My just everything about me changed. Um, and I think it's okay to to still keep friendships because they were someone that meant something in your life mm-hmm. without having to like change who you are every time they're around. Like right. I, it's like um, we've talked about this before, but in New Girl, there's that episode where they're like, "Do you think we would have been friends if we like met today?" And they're yeah. all like, "No, nah. like yeah, you know, they're so different." And some of my friends that I have from when I was younger. I don't know if I would meet them today if we would be friends. Like, we just have different lives. We have different, like, humors. We have different everything. But I still love and cherish them for who they were, and I know that we'll always be friends, you know? Yeah. So I think I think what you need to do is you need to really, like, lean into the foundation of who you are. And when those people come back, you can still hang out with them. You can still be friends with them and do things. But you need to remember that like they don't affect like who you are. So that shouldn't change. You shouldn't be scared of becoming another person because the only person who can do that to you is yourself. So I think you're, you're thinking they have more power over your life than they do. Yeah. So that, that would be something I would suggest is like, just you do your own reflecting, your own like pump yourself mm-hmm. up on the way there. And mm-hmm. then when you go back, like reflect on like, wow, I can't believe they're still like that. I'm glad that I'm not. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you you can still have like a surface friendship if you don't want it to go that deep without yeah. it being
0: like this huge ordeal. Yeah, I I love, I completely agree with Taryn. I love that. I think, um, <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. I think friends- friendships come and go I think they Mm -hmm. they um they they move with you sometimes and sometimes they move in opposite directions but sometimes they come back yeah and I think the most important thing and vital thing that I think every person needs to do is have a good sense of who you are at your core yes and I like what Taryn said I think after hanging out with new people, old people. I think it's, it's fun. And I don't mean this in a serious way, but I think it it could be beneficial to like reevaluate after each hangout and be like, what did I like about myself? Uh And what did I not like about myself? Like, what did I do that I sits right with me? And what did I do that? I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to morph into someone else, you know? And I think keeping yourself accountable in that way, um, will help you find who you are at your core. And then that way you'll be the same person, no matter who you hang out with, which is the goal.
1: Oh, totally. And I know, like, so, Ash, like, we've talked about this before. If Ash hurts my feelings or I'm upset about something, I can't function until we've figured it out. Yeah. Because I, she's my person. Like, I genuinely care so much. So, when, like... Something doesn't feel right. It really affects me. Yeah. Versus like, there's been some friends that I've gone and hung out with, and they've done something terrible or said something mean. Yeah. Or whatever. And I literally, in the moment, I'm like, okay. And then I like shake it off and I move on with my life. Yeah. Because they, I haven't given them that power doesn't over matter me as much. Yeah. To care. So or it, it does it not matter. It doesn't affect yes. you as much. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like you're you're handing them too much power mm-hmm. over like who you are and yep, how yep, they yep, yep. affect you so you need to like you need to realize you've already detached you've already become your own person so when you go like stuff should kind of roll off your shoulder yes. more because they're they have a chapter in your life they're still friends you're still going to want to see them but they're going to move on with their life and so are you yeah and I think you're putting too much pressure on this relationship when like it it sounds like they're not they're not meant to be those people in your life anymore
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I I feel like I, compl- I just completely agree. Yeah, when, I feel like you nailed it. So I think you need to be very careful who you give mm-hmm. that amount of power to. Yep. And I think that usually with friendships just is something that can happen over time. Yeah, totally, you know? totally. If you're but- clicking with someone, cool, but that doesn't mean that you give them yeah. that power over you. Yeah,
1: but I'm excited for you because I think... What's exciting is you you seem to love the person you become and, and mm-hmm. you're protective over that. And yeah. I love that. And I think that's a good sign. And I think you'll find your balance. But it's definitely, I mean, with any transition, it takes time and effort. Yeah. So just trust yourself. Prioritize what you need to. Also, like, it's okay to say, I
0: can't. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we love a healthy no. We
1: love a healthy no. Um, but thank you so much, Lindsay, for writing in. Good luck this summer. You got this. And this is your yeah. summer.
0: This is your summer, girl. It's also mine. <laughs> it's, also, it's also mine.
1: Uh, you said that a lot recently. You've been like, it's going to be my, this, is, summer. this summer. This is my summer. Let's go on
0: this trip. Let's do this. Because last year was so bad. I'm like, yeah. it's all, all my eggs are going into this summer. I don't know why <laughs> I said it like that. All my eggs. I was thinking like don't put all all your eggs in one basket or something yeah. like that, but then it just then the it just sounded just... it sounded like all my eggs,
1: <laughs> all my all my future offspring
0: <laughs> will be spread this summer. <laughs> this is the summer. It's a happening. <laughs> oh shoot. Okay. On that note, we're going to dive into my story. Amazing. Um, again, as you guys already know, Taryn has not heard this story, so mm-hmm. she's going to be giving you some real-time reactions. Real-time. This one is titled, Healing from a Toxic December. Ooh. Dear Taryn and Ashley, I love how she puts in the very beginning, not anonymous. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> my name is Danielle. I wanted to start out like the rest of your listeners and say that I absolutely love the podcast. You guys have been making my Mondays for quite some time, and I have always wanted to send in an email to you guys from the beginning. In fact, I have written so many emails, a couple sent, but mostly left in my drafts to <laughs> you guys that it has gotten hilarious, yet sad that my autocorrect doesn't even try to fix Taryn's name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Was it tartness? She's written so many times that it knows, it knows Taryn. I love it. That's, you know, I love it. once that happened in my phone too, I was like, thank God. Cause there were I so many times. I
1: don't like, do, do people use the word tartness so much? <laughs> I who don't know. Uses, have you ever used no. that word in a question, a Tar- question, tart- a sentence? This, no, no. This, this, nope. This orange has a bit of tartness. <laughs>
0: no. Like who sure. talks like that? <laughs> Anyways, I am today. I'm better. I'm going to use it in a sentence. Do it. Um, She finishes that little paragraph by saying, fingers crossed that I actually get this email sent out. Well, girl, you did. You did it. Before I dive into what I need advice on, I wanted to say thanks to you guys and my doctor. I recently took a leap of faith and decided that therapy needed to be a part of my life. Uh, It has honestly been a life changer for me to finally be getting to the healing I needed. I have been through a lot dating back in September of last year and had at least four major life changes at the age of 21 22 within a short timeline of four to six months I will save you the details which really could be written into a full-length book yeah. and just say that your girl is mentally and emotionally drained so I am writing to you guys this time for advice about how to talk to my mom about my therapy I have been having a hard time discussing my sessions with her, especially when a good portion has to do with the fact that my mom played a part in the trauma I was left with. Yeah, it's hard. Recently, I opened up to her that I was struggling with anxiety more than ever before and had told her I was going to seek help for it along with the unresolved trauma. At first she was unsure I should even do therapy because she believed it would go on my quote permanent record. But when I expressed to her how much I needed to heal, she has been fully supportive of me. Mm. The thing about my mom, though, is that she wants to help me too, which I can recognize as how much she loves and cares for me. But how can I tell her that it feels too intrusive and pushy at times? How do I tell her that I would like to keep what me and my therapist talk about in the sessions private? It's especially hard to let her in when she had invalidated my claim of her role in my trauma during the events she was involved in. Any advice would be much appreciated, but I fully understand that this probably won't be read on the podcast. This is already therapeutic to get my frustrations out, at least in email form. Anyways, thank you guys for making my Mondays. I hope you will never stop recording these episodes. I don't know what I would listen to while I work out otherwise. (laughs) LOL. Thank you, Danielle. And she adds, P.S. I'm an Enneagram nine wing one. Oh, hey, Ash. Hello, me. Hello, Ashley. What's going Janelle. on, girl? <laughs> What's going on, girl?
1: Honestly, that's people. Well, by the way, perfect segue,
0: guys. We're finally gonna do our Instagram. It's episode. happening. It's happening in two probably two, like two episodes. Weeks. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I'm and I'm mentioning that because I'm excited, but also because instantly, and I kind of love that it was at the end, right? Because mm-hmm. I was already forming my own like. Picture picture of her, stuff I would say, all this stuff. The second she said she was a nine wing one, the entire story changed changed. for me. And I think that's why the the Enneagram Enneagram is such a cool tool because it gives you like a baseline of someone. Yes, And yes, everyone's different. Like I'm not going to be the same as every two. There's differences, but the core like struggle or motivation is there. And so for me, that was, that's cool. And that's why I like, we both
0: love the Enneagram. Yeah. So much. Um, could you see you, that?
1: Like yeah. did it same for you? Yeah. When you As read I it?
0: read it, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. And then she said nine wing one. And I was like, Oh my God, I know. I feel you now. <laughs> yeah. Like it just changes everything. If you guys don't know what the Enneagram is, um, Get, get excited because we're doing a Focus mm-hmm. Enneagram episode. Um, but the Enneagram is a personality um, test that you can take. Um, it has a ton of resources. It's the most accurate personality test I've ever taken. Yeah, same. And um, I have benefited from this in every relationship that I have, um, including like family relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, work relationships. Yeah. Like all of them have been dramatically um, change in a positive way because mm-hmm. of the Enneagram. Yeah, same. So highly recommend. There's free tests you can take online. Um, but yes, she's a nine-wing one, which means she's a little more private. She's a little bit of a perfectionist. Um, She hates conflict, which mm-hmm. is why she's having a hard time talking yeah. to her mom. Um, and she she likes to figure things out for herself first before she ever speaks to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Because if she doesn't know where she stands on something, then she doesn't feel comfortable sharing, articulating those thoughts. Yeah. Whereas, like, I have, like, my sister, she's a brainstormer out loud, verbally. Yeah. She just verbally vomits, like,
2: mm-hmm. all of her
0: thoughts and then comes to a conclusion. I don't work that way. Yeah. And I, I'll sit there quietly and take it all in and be like, okay. And then I'll, I'll think about it. And then I'll, it once I do say it, yeah. I firmly stand by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. But if you are going through all of this emotional, um, like sorting with yeah. your ther- with your therapist um then it only makes sense that you're not you don't want to talk about it yet because yeah. you're you're still in the middle of it you're figuring yeah. it out and i think um i mean there's a couple things i want to say but i don't think your mom fully understands what therapy is yeah the whole putting it on her permanent record thing what does yeah. that mean no i i literally like <laughs> laughed when i heard that cuz I, I was like, like wait what huh? <laughs> um and And just because you choose to share something that you learned or realized during therapy Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that everything's open to anyone. Like I would keep everything very private unless I felt like I wanted to share, you know. So her wanting to know how each session was um, is not, I don't want to say inappropriate, but it it is more towards the inappropriate side for me because that's something that I would rather her, and maybe this is something you can tell her. I would be like, Hey mom, like I, I, I'm happy to share things when I feel like it, but I would rather you be like, Hey, you can let d- d- is yeah, there like anything here, you wanted to share? Mm-hmm. You know? And or even it's no, just then it's How no. was your
1: session? And yeah. you saying like to open up the question, we but giving you, yeah. And it's funny because, um, like you just started therapy again, Ash. And mm-hmm. it was funny. Cause I didn't even know until like you casually mentioned something and I was like, Wait, what? And you were like, oh, yeah. Like, I forgot to tell you, you know? And I think people who are in nine's lives, it's hard to navigate, especially if you're the type of person that shares everything. You, You tie a personal thing of like... Wow, they really just must not care about me. The fact mm-hmm. that they don't tell me stuff, you mm-hmm. know, like you feel very isolated sometimes. Just is maybe where her mom kind yes, of yes, and that's what I'm trying to speak on. Understand? Well, I don't know because she sounds like she's unhealthy in certain ways too, and I, maybe I'm too. But I will say, I think until I understood that about you, mm-hmm. I had a hard time with it. Also. I can't imagine like because it sounds like she did try to share and confront some stuff that has happened with her mom. Yeah. And her mom shot it down. Yeah. Which I feel like from a nine,
0: like that would shut you up forever, wouldn't oh, it? Yeah. If I'm I'm uh I'm a very sensitive person when it comes to me sharing stuff. Mm-hmm. If um if I, if I work up the courage exactly. to finally say and share something voluntarily yeah. that's very personal to me. Um, and that's a huge conflict. Yeah. Like, it, huge. like if, if I was to like, let's say me and Taryn went through something mm. and I decide to actually vocalize my thoughts and like package it up yes. and tell you, which is a very vulnerable, puts me personally and my yeah. personality in a very vulnerable place. If you were to just shut it down and, oh and not even give me the chance to like explain further or, or walk away or whatever. yeah, it. And this isn't a good thing necessarily, but I would have a hard time coming back from that. Oh yeah. I don't, I would be like, cool, that's done. I'm never doing yeah. that again.
1: <laughs> no, I know. And I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know if your mom knows how you operate. Yeah. And I think that if she. Therapy. I works. mean, yes, like that's that there's a very big difference from like, how is your therapy to like, you need to tell me everything that you talked yes. about and whatever. Yes. But I have a feeling she's a little bit more wanting to know because you've mentioned that you've talked about her. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a little bit of self-preservation,
0: a little but bit of a personal thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and I think that there needs to be a day like I remember when Ash there was a couple times. I listened to your podcast on Enneagram nine mm-hmm. and I, I literally came to you crying and was like, I had no idea that like you, I literally sat with her and I was like, is this really how you feel? And she was like, yeah. And I was like sobbing. Well, I cry all the time. So that's <laughs> yeah. not, but I was Turn, sobbing because, <laughs> shut it. because I was like, wow, that's so much to balance. And from the outside, you always have this like more like calm and steady demeanor, which mm-hmm. I think can be misinterpreted as not caring. But then to know that behind that face and that facade, it, it kind of is a facade because uh, nines yeah. have so much more going on. I than always people kind of know. like,
0: uh, called it like a mask. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. But to know behind that was so much like questioning yourself, worrying about what others were thinking, doing, I was like so blown away by that. Mm. So there was that moment. And then there was a moment where we finally sat and you finally like shared like, okay, I can't just like tell you everything. Like mm. you can like just tell me something in the moment and be like, I'm upset. Cause you did this. And you were like, I cannot do it. Like, yeah. I don't think you understand. Like it, I will never do it. And yeah. I was like, but why just tell me how you feel. And yeah. she's like, I can't because I care about you. And I have to, I have to work through my feelings. I have to get figured out like what exactly I want to say so that I can deliver it in a way that I feel like will be productive. Yeah. And I was, once I like sat back in that, I was like, oh my gosh. So when she does come to me with this very calm, like, hey, um,
0: <laughs> it's always, hey, there's day,
1: hey. And she'll tell me something. I always am like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. She could literally be like, hey, I actually hate you and you're the worst. And I would be like, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Because that's a big deal, but I wouldn't have known that if she didn't share it with me. Yeah. You know what I I mean?
0: I think something that people don't realize, and this is only something that comes with fully diving into the Enneagram, which we are about to do in Mm -hmm. our next episode. Um, Nines have anger problems. Yeah. Which you would never know because we're the chillest. Yeah. The freaking chillest. Yeah. But it's because it's taking all of our energy to hold back the anger. Yeah. So if there is some kind of conflict, I'm, f- I'm raging inside. Yeah. I'm flipping tables. I'm tearing curtains down, yeah. but I can never express how I feel in that moment. Cause I don't know what I'm going to yeah. say because I, it takes me a minute to calm down, to collect my thoughts, to mm-hmm. get my words together so that I can like, Intentionally deliver my thoughts if that makes sense. Otherwise, it'll I'll be a blubbering mess. I'll cry, and it'll be a big. It'll just be a big mess. Yeah. So it's which would make you uncomfortable too. Yeah. And this is something that will only work with people that are, um, in your life, like a close friendship, or you know, your mom. Obviously, these people would have to be in a healthy place to be able to reciprocate, but me and Taryn had to come to terms where she had to realize I physically am not capable of doing what she was wanting, but she's able to be like, Hey, when you, when I I see you trying yeah, and, and I'll take the little, the little wins and I'll go with, and that's good for me. And I've learned that I'm like, okay, Taryn would like me to share more. I'm going to try, you know, (laughs) and I do like little things here and there. And it's, it's always about finding that balance, that middle ground. Yeah.
1: So that would be, I mean, honestly, the Enneagram might be a cool tool for you to use with your mom. Like have her take the test. You take the test, go over each other's numbers. Um, If you don't want to do that. And, and honestly, I would work this through with your therapist too. like go into your session. I think that's what people, when they go to therapy, they get, there's this first you go and you spill everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you hit this kind of like, okay, we've kind of dealt with that. And especially people who aren't comfortable in therapy, you tend to like clam up and you're like, okay, well, what now? And you feel like you can't really talk about too much. But the whole point is they're there to help you, right? So I would go into my therapy sessions with very deliberate, like, if I were you, I would walk and I'd be like, hey, I really need help setting healthy boundaries with my mom because A, B, and C, this is the way that she talks to me. This is the way our conversations go. This is how I would like to talk to her. This is what I'm willing to share. And I would talk through boundaries with your therapist. Mm-hmm. But I think also you need to, you need to be okay to come, to say to your mom, hey, yeah, my session was really good. And if she keeps digging to say, Um, you know what, mom, like right now, me and my therapist are like working through stuff and, and I'd like to keep that to myself right now. But if I'm comfortable sharing, like I definitely will let you know. And that's
0: okay too. Even if she gets mad. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree with Taryn. Boundaries need to be drawn. Lines need to be drawn. I think it's going to be best for, um, all parties involved. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm excited for you though, Danielle. I think you're in the best part. Because you're like seeking help and you're open to it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, all that matters is that you are progressing. Yeah. And the people in your life need to either get it together and catch up or mm-hmm. they lose out
0: on a piece of you. Yeah. What's exciting is you know what needs to be done. Yeah. And with the help of us, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, with the, <laughs> with the help of your therapist. I almost spit my coffee everywhere. With the help of your therapist. Yeah. therapist damn it um with the help of your therapist I think you'll be able to do that uh, in a very healthy and productive way love it stoked for you Danielle and look at look at you you got your email sent and we even read it so nine wing one got it wing one just you know powering through life that's what I love
1: too is like everyone who's a nine listening to that story is probably like Oof. Oh my God, that's so hard. Whereas me, when I was first listening to it, I was like, come on girl, you can
0: do it. Like yeah. just do it. Yeah. But
1: it's like, we all uh, are so different. What? People yeah. are so
0: different. Taryn, if it's, if it's someone that Taryn cares about, she's great with conflict. She will sit you down. Mm-hmm. She'll pour you a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and be like, we need to talk. Yeah. And I'll be sitting there going, oh my God. It's I so funny breathe. because literally. My, I'm having heart
1: palpitation. I'll, I always look at her and I'm like, okay, what is the worst? Like, honestly, what is, what are you afraid of? Like,
0: it's me. The friendship ending. Yeah. Because I'm not, it's, I'm, ir, I'm very irrational in that vulnerable state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hitting the fan. All, I wish. All possibilities are a possibility. I like, wish I could film the way that your face changes.
1: I your know. body language changes. You just freeze up and then your eyes gloss and yes. you just
0: look like you're like. Deer in the headlights. Just stunned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm preparing, I'm tensing and preparing for
1: absolutely anything coming my
0: way. Whereas I'm like, oh, let's talk about this. Taryn's like, let's dive in. Let's sort out our emotions. And I'm like, she's all excited. And I'm just over here going, help, (laughs) help me. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys so much for writing in. As per usual, we're going to wrap it up with a dad joke. Yeah, we are. All
1: right. What did the pirate say at his 80th birthday? (laughs)
0: Argatey. <laughs>
1: I mean, the thing is, is like I guess it's kind of close, but like also Ar-mady not. What I was
0: like. He said,
1: "I'm eighty." Get it? I'm 80. That's close. That's kind of what I Ar-mady said. Argatey is not. Argatey.
0: Argatey. Argatey is what I said. <laughs> actually no matter how many times you put your fists in the air it doesn't make it better i got half of it right because i said 80 i'm 80 i'm 80 80. yes get it taryn (laughs) guys thank you for listening (laughs) to us we love you always um we'll we'll talk to you guys soon (laughs) bye bye